What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. It is Saturday, March 2nd, 2024. We are glad you are here. We are going to be talking AEW Revolution. We are going to give you our predictions. We are going to preview it. We are going to talk about WWE SmackDown, all kinds of things. But we want to say thank you for being here on this Saturday afternoon with us. We, we are not usually here on Saturday, so if you're catching us for the very first time, we want to say thank you very much for joining us, and we hope you like this show. But as I start every show, Maggie, how you doing? Saturday! The- <laughs> I'm doing good. I just came home from work. Uh, that sucked. But like we're here. <laughs> we, we can talk some wrestling. It is, uh, it's fine. I I enjoyed SmackDown from last night. I then saw online that I'm one of the few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I enjoyed I it. Know. I thought it was a good well, one. People had a problem with the length of the opening segment, and I'm like, well, uh, I'm the big sucker for The Rock. I'm sorry that I enjoy the, the guy. I mean, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing, but we are going to talk about that later. There we go. Well, we're starting off the... The show with a bang here. We got a super chat from Doc. <laughs> Chris up. Mueller. Sup. Sup, Chris. Sup. We're gonna call upon you at yeah, some point check, of our check your DMs. Show. I don't know if you already if you did get a hold of them or not, but we slid into your DMs or Chris. Yeah, Burke. we slid into your DMs, Chris Mueller, sweetie, voice of God. Guys, hi. Thank you for joining our show. We are usually on Friday, but we you know. We're on today. Uh, please leave a like on the video. Press the thumbs up. Uh, subscribe to Fightful Select. It is the most direct way to get uh, wrestling news, uh, contract uh, statuses, and uh, like all sorts of other uh, podcasts that you can get. Um, the most accurate news. I think that that's uh, that's the most important thing. Uh, well, you can send him, you know, the link again. Okay. Yeah. Thank I thought you, you did. Okay. All right. Anyways. I yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that's <laughs> it's our first that, day. That, yeah. That uh, let me finish my thing. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So you made me lost my place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, send us a super chat. It's the bottom of the YouTube live chat. Uh, it's the little dollar sign. Any amount will get your question or statement read on the air. This is the most direct way to support this podcast. You can also send a Humper Chat at humperchats.com. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube or you're watching on other platforms, this is another way to do that. Uh, but let's dive in. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm just sending that DM to Chris. But here we go. Maggie, AW Revolution tomorrow night taking place in Greensboro, North Carolina. As I tweeted out a couple of times already, they are expecting a little over 16,000 people, but 448,000 people on Twitter are going. So, um, it, how do you know appears. that? It's just, I'm, I'm just, well, I wrestle ticks that says how many like tickets are available. And it just mm-hmm. seems like how many people on, on Twitter just saying, I'll be there. I'll be there. Like, it just seems like how many people on Twitter are saying, I'm I mean, just, I'm, I'm going. Joking. Yeah. See, you'll be there. So I'm just saying 
I'm just trying to be funny. It's not working too well. But uh, yeah, anyways, Greensboro, North Carolina at the Greensboro Coliseum. A sting has a lot of history in that building. So it's good to see that he'll be there um, to finish off his career because I grew up watching Sting and I, it's going to be weird to see him gone. You know, it's really, really going to be weird for him to be gone. And I know we lost him for a little while. And I, I told somebody yesterday that then, like after like the WWE th- thing ended, like there's nothing he could do about it. But the fact that we got him back and that we got to say goodbye again, it makes it just it's one of those it's bittersweet i guess you know what i mean so it's one of those things and i'm just glad he made the sacrifice 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 to come back for the fans to wrestle he did that he came back and he wrestled for us so he's undefeated in AEW and we get to watch him i hope go undefeated but we'll get to that match later Let's go ahead and start with a bang. We're going to start with Zero Hour. AEW Zero Hour is going to be hosted by two of the best people in the world, in my opinion. Renee Paquette and RJ City. Look at these two lovely people. They are your host for Zero Hour, as you can tell. I mean, RJ is so happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody give him his damn graphic by now, you know, if that's what they need to do. Anyways... I mean, I'm not doing I'm not doing my RJ City cocktail before he gets that graphic. Okay, that's that's what I'm basing my laziness on. Okay, okay. like that's it. That's it. (laughs) There you go. Well, let's start with the first zero hour match that we have listed here: Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale taking on Julia Hart in Sky Blue for a zero hour match. Maggie, who you got? So. I have a question. Um, is this uh, because I was I was kind of wondering if Julia Hart is kind of banged up, and that's why they haven't done anything whatsoever with her. Yep, she is. She's been injured. Yeah, but like she's part of a match now. Is she gonna be protected and never end up wrestling in this particular match? That I don't know. I, I mean, I think she must be. I would assume she's cleared for some activity. If I mean, if they're putting her in there, I mean, even if, okay, okay. I, I mean, I would. I can only assume that. But maybe she's good to go. Yeah, but it's it. Her TBS championship has been kind of uh, uneventful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the last few weeks of it. But I would imagine it was because of, you know, she was banged up. She's wrestling now, or maybe not. Maybe this is a way to protect her. If she's not wrestling and Sky Blue ends up taking the pin, this will make sense, but also will not make sense, if you know what I mean. This is a this is just a weird match. I I don't want to see either of these women lose. Um, we've been seeing Chris Tatlander and Willow Nightingale on our television 
a lot, you know, in backstage promos or in the ring. Um, I adore the two of them as a team. They're banging. Uh, Stokely Hathaway is just... <laughs> I just love Stokely. She's, uh, he's just doing an amazing job. And um, people kind of adore the guy. And he's... Well, he is kind of adorable. So... This is actually a hard one, and I don't know. I to start with, I just hope they give it some time, because I kind of feel like the women deserve the time they all the time they can get on AEW television. I'm gonna. This sucks. I'm just gonna go with Chris Tatlander and Willow. Okay. I well, I'm gonna... like I I I don't know why. It, okay. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Julie Julia Hart and Sky Blue just because I think uh, I just think they're gonna get the victory here. I will always prefer the the person with the championship to win. Don't get me wrong. Uh, if if this happens to be the case, I'm I'm all for it. So the other zero R match that we have announced right now is. Maggie's guy, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal. Stop it. Will, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Private Party, Satnam Singh, uh, taking on. Uh, oh, did my audio go up? My, I, my, no, we can hear you. Okay. Uh, taking on Bullet Club Gold and Billy Gunn, Max Caster. Well, maybe now your audio went went away. That's that that's that's absolutely fine. The the bang bang scissor gang or the gang bang scissor gang. I don't like. I don't know. Um, are you okay now? Are you back now? Okay, that's that that's fine. Yeah. So so, um, let me let me just do my bit because I kind of feel like I it's it's at this point it's bit. I don't give a fuck. This match is stupid. The gangbang scissor gang, or whatever you want to call it. I am no, I'm I'm so not here for this. That is not, that is so not my thing. I will tell you when when we can hear you, by the way. Um it is it is not my thing. This is um one of these weird pairings where I just want it to end already. I just want them to combine two sets of trios championships. Um, or, or hear me out, maybe do different things on the two different shows. I can hear you now. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so maybe keep the Ring of Honor Trios Championships at Ring of Honor and actually do something with the belts and have the AEW Trios Championships on AEW television. A part of me doesn't want those two sets of belts to be combined because of all the history behind the Ring of Honor Trios Championships. And I kind of feel like you'll be lost in the shuffle. Um, it's it's a this this entire thing has been kind of lost on me, and I am not here for it. I just I am one of these few people when when the acclaimed won the, the trios championships at Wembley, everyone was so ecstatic. They were cheering. They were scissoring. I was 
nauseous. I just like I I I like the acclaimed, but I'm so incredibly angry that House of Black have been treated as they've been treated lately. It's pissing me off. At least, you know, uh, Malachi Black got some wins. Um, so, I don't know, the gangbang, scissor gang, the <laughs> scissor me gangbang stuff. That's, that, that's, that's, how, that's who I'm picking. All right, we can get people to watch this. So get more views. Well, I'm um, a kick okay? Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are. Grab the throat. Um, Correctly. Yeah. Correctly. Really? Is there a... Never mind. You the know, amount of people that were shocked by this information... They weren't was... really shocked. They were just probably excited, I would say. No, I mean shocked that, oh, I was doing it wrong. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. What? No one has okay. made it the right way to me. That's that, that's why I'm saying. That's why I was pissed off, and I'm like, hey, I remember that. No, okay, let's move on. That's that's a whole different conversation. Send the super chats, okay? That's, someone once that's slapped my ass. Someone slapped my ass and called me Susie once, and I enjoyed it. So I don't know, but the anyways. <laughs> That's a different story. Um, you told it. Yeah, I did tell that story. Anyways, uh, I I think we're... I've been predicting this for a while, and I think we're going to see it, so it means we won't see it. I think Bullet Club Gold Bullet turns, Club on. turns on. Yeah. I think they're finally going to turn on them. I, I do. I think they turn on them, and I kind of hope I kind of hope Billy Gunn is the one that turns on. Yeah, I kind of want Billy Gunn to, you know, to screw to screw over, you know, uh, want... the acclaimed, and that's that, that's you know, finally what separates that. But just stop it. What, what's weird is they're all champions, so it doesn't make it. It makes it kind of weird. So. I know they are, but it's. <laughs> I know that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's difficult because now I'm wondering if they're going to even do that because now they have to, I think once, uh, shit, now I don't know. I think maybe they have to save it until they're defending the titles. That would probably be the best way to do it. So either way, who knows? I mean, but at I, some point, Billy Gunn's going to reunite with his sons. Yeah. Ace, Ace uh, said it in the chat. I mean, at some point, they will do that. And I yep. kind of feel like Billy Gunn will be an awesome heel. That's all okay. I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, let's go to this one. This match is going to be fire. FTR taking on John Moxie and Claudio Castagnoli. These two teams are going to beat the holy hell out of each other. Maggie. Yeah, just like they did two weeks ago. Yeah. Who you got? I am so sorry to our uh, loving, loving friend Jackie, but I'm gonna pick Moxley and Claudio here. I'm sorry, <laughs> this is offensive. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, yeah, the audacity. You know, I'm sorry, Jackie. I love you so much. Um, 
I don't know. I just like, where is Yuda? Is he banged he's, up too? Yeah, he's hurt. Jesus. Uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like they're on the roll. I also kind of feel like they they should go get some gold, you know, in any form. I don't care. Just I'm. I know that this match is probably gonna be so incredibly intense and physical, just like the previous one was two weeks ago. Uh, but it's uh, it's just this type of you know um, hardcore aggression that both these teams you know ooze. I I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like I know we just saw it, you know, two weeks ago, but it's um it's one of those matches where I don't mind see over and over again. Just no just no shenanigans, okay? Just a straight up uh you know hardcore hitting match. It's just that that's that's what I want. So who you got? You got Claudio, uh, right? Yeah, BCC, Claudio and, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm going with them as well. And I know, like, uh, FTR being in the their home state, I don't think that really... I don't think that'll play... Well, shit, now I don't know. I always, like, second-guess myself. But I think I think John Moxley's going to get back in the title picture here pretty soon. I, I really do. So I wonder... I'm going to go with FTR... I think because I think John Moxley. This is just my opinion. I think John Moxley. We're talking about two matches, and you know, yeah. the two the two of them we have different picks. That's that's yeah. where we're going. Rock yeah. is not in the chat again, right? Is he? Yeah, Rock. He's his... no. Yeah, he's in yeah. trouble. Like uh, Supi already yeah. made. Supi already made a note of that. That jerk. That uh, so, bastard. <laughs> that bastard. But anyways, yeah, I'm going with FTR. So. Let's move on to our next one. That would be none other than let's go with this one. Brian oh, yeah. Danielson taking on the Continental Crown Champion Eddie Kingston. The clam digger. <laughs> Who you got, Maggie? Are you gonna make your mom mad? Well. Why? Isn't she an Eddie Kingston? No. Kate. Oh, that mom. My yeah. My, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your okay. other mom's a Dolph Lundgren fan, so no. Yeah. So Will Osprey. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna pick Eddie Kingston here. Um. I'm probably wrong <laughs> because I kind of I kind of see Brian Danielson winning, uh, but the the whole shtick at the end of the match, if you know Eddie Kingston wins, why do you have a smirk on your face? Because of this, <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured it too. Peggy's right, yeah, <laughs> like she is. Um, so. What what was I saying? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, the whole stick that at the end of the match, 
if Eddie Kingston wins, then Brian Danielson needs to shake his hand. That's, you know, when you have kind of have a stipulation like that, I kind of, I kind of feel like Eddie Kingston has won Brian Danielson's respect already, like a few times, and I have no idea why. What's what's Brian Danielson's problem? Like, I get what his problem is. Like, he's explained it to him, but like, give it a rest. Yeah, you have children. You're married. Like, I kind of feel like you should let things go. Imagine you're holding a pen, okay, and your pen is your frustration. This is from the Big Bang Theory for you guys. I know everyone in the states hates that show, but like, I I like. I like it, it. now. Let it go. And that's let it go. Like that's the way. Let's that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. So it's just yeah. There you go. Just let it go. I can't. I can't. Uh, no, it's not. The pen doesn't need to be special, Rob. Look, not an ordinary pen. Yeah, there you go. Let 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 Taco get it. (laughs) So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Eddie Eddie Kingston. I kind of feel like. I've I've enjoyed Eddie Kingston on commentary. I've enjoyed Nigel McGuinness actually talking crap about Brian Danielson. You know the clam digger. <laughs> on commentary, that match, that's, I think they're gonna get that match. Yeah, they're gonna get. If 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 I don't get that match at Wembley, if we don't get that match at Wembley, I'm gonna need Zack Saber Jr. and Brian Danielson number three. At Wembley because I want to see it live. That's I'm see I'm I'm just selfish like that. That's that that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Who you got? Okay. I have Brian Danielson winning the title unless wow, Kate watches this. Then free. I have yeah. Unless Kate watches this, then I have Eddie Kingston. However, this is my this is what I think happens. I think Brian Danielson wins, but I think he still shakes the hand of Eddie Kingston. That, that. No, I think that happens. So this is for the Continental Crown, right? Like he doesn't get the New Japan and in and and the Ring of Honor title, right? Uh, I believe, I believe, yeah, it's just the Continental Crown. Because that's or, that, sorry, that's something, Canada. yeah. Because that's something I, I, I couldn't, you know, remember. Please, the chat, uh, correct us if, if we are wrong, like you always do. You know, <laughs> anyone who all has... three are up, all three are up. Yes, thank you, thank you, sweetie, thank you. Huh. All three well, are up. Well, Jesus, no, I don't want Brian. Davis well, it's a crown, so that makes sense. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. It's a crown, so they're on me. I mean, like Eddie Kingston went through hell and back to win that tournament and everything. I just kind of, I don't, I'm not ready for him because, like, Brian Danielson has been going around calling him a bum for months now. I don't like that because if he ends up being right, where do you go from here? If they go back and forth and back and forth and, you know, hot potato, the the, the crown thing, that's sure. a whole different situation. But no, I'm still going with Eddie Kingston. I'm rooting for 
Kate's guy. Because okay. I love Kate and I respect yeah. her as a woman. No, I do too. I do too. That's just I support I, I women. Have, I do support women. I think um <laughs> I just think Danielson is gonna win. But he hmm. He hasn't had a title yet in AEW, has he? Hmm. Very intriguing. You're kidding, right? I don't he, think so. No, I you're right, but like what? <laughs> All right, let's move on to Orange Cassidy defending his AEW International Championship against Roderick Strong. I was good. I didn't want to yell. I was, yeah. Strong. Roddy Strong. Why? Why are some pictures full? Because they were the only ones I could find in a hurry. Yeah. Okay. So okay. That's why. <laughs> okay. Uh, I totally have Roderick Strong here. Please, mm -hmm. please. Yes. Do something worthy with the undisputed kingdom, or else I don't give a crap. Because what did we talk last week on our show, Rob? Like, do you remember? Do you remember what we talked about last week? You know, the whole Wardlow thing? Yeah. The way Wardlow finally, you know, finally grabbed a Fine. microphone and did stuff with it, you know? <laughs> I said nothing. You were the one who yeah, thought about kinky we... stuff this time. It wasn't me. It wasn't yeah, me. But... So, so Wardlow talked a bunch of stuff, and I was like, keep it up. Because if you did that and then the week after you do nothing, it's going to mean shit. And they did that this week. And I was like, well, shit. I hope Roderick Strong wins. Because tell me why should I care? Why should I give a flying fuck about the Undisputed Kingdom right now? Because... They did the whole, you know, the, uh, the devil thing. And we were like, oh, my God, who's the devil? Who are the goons? Oh, my God, he's wearing Wardlow shoes. Maybe he's Wardlow. He is as big as Wardlow. But, like, he's probably, he may be Hobbs. Oh, no, no, it's not Hobbs. It's Wardlow. Okay, so this guy is probably Kyle O'Reilly because he kind of moves like Kyle O'Reilly. And, oh, there are four of them. So this is maybe this one. I'm fucking tired, okay? So they did the reveal. It was cool as fuck. They screwed over MJF. MJF is gone now. But, like, Adam Cole is still injured. He's doing nothing. Sometimes he's on commentary. Other times he's not. And, like, they're doing backstage bits that make zero sense. They don't even have hip promos anymore. Like, whatsoever. And tell me why I should care about this a water skiing vacation into nothingness okay they were at the high top and I had the audacity mind you to be on this show and be like oh I hope aew have have you know developed other stories aside from the devil one because right now they're hanging by this devil story and nothing else matters because everyone wants to know who the devil is they want that reveal so they made the, the reveal and all everyone forgot about it and like there's a bunch of stories be like thank you that i was right that we actually have stories to hang on to but like the devil thing 
used to be the biggest thing ever, and now I just don't give a fuck, Rob. And chat a lot of those and today. fans of coexisting, you know, that is just infuriating, okay? Because I wanna care, okay? I wanna give a crap. I I I want us to talk about it. I want people enjoying whatever Adam Cole is doing. I know, guys, I get it, okay? I get it. I know he's injured, but they can still do stuff with the guy. He hasn't been on my television, like, whatsoever. And if he has been, I don't fucking remember, okay? So this must mean something. What, like, what do you think about everything I said so far? Because I this pisses me off. <laughs> I, I think you're, uh, I think you have a valid point. So I just want to say this. Roderick Strong wins. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you for being so, that, you know. Well, that's really all I can say because I you have valid points. I don't I mean there's a reason why that was like the worst storyline. It was voted worst storyline for from one publication, you know. It there was a reason. It was not good and they haven't followed up too well. I think it sucks because I mean, part of it really sucks is because of Adam Cole not being able to do anything. I think that's what's, you know, Adam Cole's the best. I absolutely love Adam Cole, but this, with him not being able to do anything, it it's hampered, obviously. So, yeah. Also, not to mention, Corey's right in the chat, by the way, like the two teams... The gangbang scissor uh, kinky bangs shit. Like, they are the two teams that have directly have a problem with Undisputed Kingdom. And they're like, what the actual fuck are they doing now? Oh, right. That's right. Nothing. Yeah. Like, they're, they decided to join forces what you, with each other. That's not even fun, by the way. How, like, how, do, how does it, that go? I broke my pen. Oh, I thought you yeah. were telling us that you know from experience. I was like, go on. It doesn't work. <laughs> From the videos I've seen, it, it doesn't mind. work. Uh, right. So, yeah. So it's it's kind of it's it's kind of infuriating. That's I I feel like I I said this like five times already, but you seem to be enjoying yourself. <laughs> like what you're always enjoying myself when I'm not because <laughs> it's fun to watch you just I, get I, yeah, I, that I said it weird. wrong I, yeah, I, I said it wrong <laughs> you, you're always enjoying yourself when I'm not yeah okay that's okay, I'm, okay. English isn't my first language no it's fine everyone just... can hear I'm... I'm not that good at it okay it's okay we got some super chats so let's go to those thank you Sports Center, no, 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 no. Says Rob, do you have any idea what Wardlow would look would look like with his gorgeous head on a bed pillow? It's pretty freaking. It's, hot. I'm not gonna be using it as a pillow, that's for sure. <laughs> Only slams. Hi, Maggie. Okay, dopey. Subi, are we doing geometry now? Yeah, we are. But like, I broke it. I broke my pen. That's that. That's on me. Still, I have. Pencil sharpener right here. Yeah, but like we can continue talking. I like I like I like how I'm ranting a lot, 
a lot and you just stay there and like enjoy oh look i'm a star wars pencil sharpener that's by the I, way that 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 pen is a star wars pen yeah Schwarzenegger, or nana he adds uh rob if you fly maggie to pittsburgh and i drive her up near cleveland to meet wardlow's mom and he's there what happens i'm gonna pass well, out that's yeah i'm just gonna pass out that's and that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna more passion more passion yeah, more, energy, more energy more energy <laughs> more that, energy that is, that is true rob enjoys it when maggie rages I, there's I do. well apparently everyone does which is kind of mean by the way no it's not really mean it's just it's uh i got nothing right now but yeah yeah we're living up to I'm... our show's title we're coexisting right now sure i'm sharpening my pen so yeah I'm... more passion more passion I sharp... Never more mind. Energy. i'm not going there <laughs> um oh that's a pretty good anyway so we both have roderick strong winning that yeah hopefully hopefully roderick strong that wins took us it a long because, time to get to that uh, answer yeah yeah uh so it's it's just i i don't i've been you know i've grown a bit tired of the orange cassidy uh title reign so um i just and i'm not growing tired because it's uh he's been doing a terrific job his matches have been solid, and uh, I just I, I'm just ready to see a different champion. That's right. that's all I'm saying. And Roderick Strong's strap with a title is uh, I'm 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 all here for that. Let's go to our next match: Timeless Tony Storm defending her title against Diana Perazzo. Maggie, tell me who you got. Uh, this is a tough one. <laughs> um, who 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 do you want to see Jamie Hader win back her championship from? <laughs> that's that that's that's my question. Tony Storm. Um, Tony Storm. But I I want okay, yeah. So who do I want her to win her title back from? From is Tony Storm. Who do I want to win this match? Diana Barroso. But uh I I don't know if um Diana Perrazzo coming into AEW and directly going towards the championship was a good idea because if she doesn't win it, where does she go from here? Because like she was already at the top, you know, competing for the main championship there. And they can always play uh play uh you know depressed tony storm you know the, the the thing that she was you know before she got the title um i'm gonna say diana um not not because i want tony to to lose that championship but because i kind of feel like it makes sense you know, they made it personal. They got the tattoos involved. Tony, you know, stabbed a dagger through the, <laughs> you know, the tattoo and everything. But like that's. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. Ace makes a good point, too. Mercedes Monet could be could be champion pretty quickly, too. Um, 
I, okay, I adore Diana Perrazzo. She was uh, one of my favorites in uh, Impact slash TNA. Uh, well, it was Impact when she was there. Um, I will forever say that um, WWE lost a great thing that they had when, you know, when they let her go. That being uh -huh. said, Mercedes Monet is not Diana Perrazzo. I, I would assume that She's gonna get treated differently. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that is, but like we're talking different levels of uh, of stardom. That's that, that's all I'm saying. Um, so John okay. Perazzo winning here would, and by the way, John Perazzo versus uh, uh, Mercedes Monet would absolutely slap. Just FYI. So I think I want, like I said, I want Diana Peraza to win, but I think Tony Storm wins. And how they can do it with Diana, Diana rather, Diana, Diana Peraza is. Uh, you could have. I was gonna say maybe you could have Tiffany or Tiffany have Mariah May. I almost said Tiffany Stratton, uh, Mariah May. Coster, but I kind of think Mariah May is going to be. It's, it's this is difficult, but I I think Tony Storm wins. Hey, I'm going to be okay with either. Yeah. Oh, I'd be perfectly happy with with Diana. Diana, man, I can't even talk. Diana got it that time. Um, winning. I would I would absolutely love it. I just think that Tony is going to win. So. Let's go to our next match here. The eight-man scramble, Chris Jericho, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Warlow, Hook, Brian Cage, and um, two more people to be announced. Explain this match to me. I, <clears throat> From what I understand, the eight-man scramble is... Eight men are going to make scrambled eggs, and whoever makes... No, I... Um, hey, Warlow it, knows how to make scrambled eggs, okay? Yeah, it's... <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's scrambled my eggs anytime. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I set you up for that one. Um, <laughs> you didn't even try. <laughs> no, I didn't. So, I assume there... Oh my God, I turned red. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume they're probably going to do it well, I don't know how they're gonna do this. Um, I mean, is it is it is it a is it a gauntlet match? That's all yeah. I, I was assuming that's how they're gonna do it. I mean, that's what I think it is. Well, I, like, I don't care what it is. Wardlow's gonna win it. Like, if it's not, I suppose that this is Wardlow's match to win. That's that that is all I'm saying. Uh, and I have yeah. no idea who the the rest of he, the two remaining spots are. I don't know. I, I, I have nothing to say about the mural situation, by the way, from, from Friday. I have nothing. The dude has been in Bulgaria for weeks, just just so you know. Like, he's, he's been to Bulgarian gyms. He's been training with Bulgarians. He's been on Bulgarian talk shows and everything. He's, he's been here. He's here. Has he not shown up at your bar yet? Hasn't. No. 
Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So. I mean, I'm not going to give the... Well, did... Oh, I think... Uh, oh, tonight we'll find out uh, who the... The I think the final competitor will be because they're having the Penta, Brian Keith, Dante Martin match. And then last night on Rampage, they had Magnus versus Matt Seidel take place. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I did not watch Rampage, so I don't know who won that. Um, but Magnus. Okay, so Magnus is on. So that's the one we missed. So Magnus is on. There you go. Mm-hmm. So. You got Wardlow winning. I think Wardlow will win. Uh, I suppose that this that this was Wardlow's match to win. Uh, you know, because like they, he did that whole promo thing, and then right after the promo, he left the ring and on the bottom of the screen, Meet Madness, yay! And then it's not a Meet Madness; it's an eight-man uh, barbecue. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah. So we both have <laughs> Wardlow going. Yeah. Okay. Let's no, move can. on. <laughs> Jesus, Maggie. Match I'm definitely looking forward to. Takeshita oh, yes. Give me. Taking on Bill. Jeez. <laughs> taking on Bill Osprey. Billy Osprey. Will Osprey is in AEW. Will Osprey. Will Osprey is getting this victory. And yes. he is saying goodbye to the Callis family. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, he's, he's going to say. I think he's better than that. Uh, I'm I'm so happy that Will Ospreay is here. W- Willie. Willie. <laughs> Willie. Uh, hi. <laughs> so it's... It's uh, probably going to be a match of the night, match of the year competitor, and it hasn't hasn't even happened yet. Um, I'm looking forward to see what what they look like in the ring together. Um, it's it's kind of funny because we've been here on our show saying for years now that Keshta is probably AEW's future. And I still think that. But Will Ospreay is kind of the now. So I'm anxious to see where this goes. I'm really sad that Kenny Omega isn't here. Um, he was on a game thing uh-huh. this week. I, I I have no zero knowledge about games, by the way. That's that's why I you know I say it like that. He was <coughs> Sorry, he was on a game thing this this week and he was in front of a camera and I was, oh my God, let me tell you how incredibly happy seeing him made me. I was like, it's Kenny. It's Kenny. I, I miss him so, so much. And, you know, Chris Jericho going all like, well, when Kenny returns, we're going to pick right up when when we left off. And I'm like, please, no. 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 I was going to ask. I was going to ask you what. I This would be me just 
like if I said this, this would be me just choosing to watch the world burn around you. But what would your reaction be if if Jericho won this instead of Wardlow? I think we just got it, so never mind. All right. Why would you even bring that up? Why would you put that well, out in the universe? <laughs> because I just, I just, I don't know. Because I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Okay, so if now, okay, listen to me. If this happens now, yeah, you have first of all, you have some explaining to do. Second mm -hmm. of all, you better make this up to me so much. Oh, you're fine. That's not gonna happen. And yeah, okay, sure. But like now, you put it on in the because okay, who pins the guy? If it's a, uh, thank you, thank you, We're, thank you, sweetie. But like this, this continues making zero sense to me. That's the name <laughs> of the game. I know it's the name of the game, but I have well, no idea what the game is. I've never played. I, oh, that's it's not. I could tell you, it's very easy. It's about the seventh Final Fantasy. I, I don't I yeah I got nothing I've heard of it obviously but I've never played it anyways Wardlow Wardlow will pin Jericho there you go so uh yeah. what do you think about Willie and uh Tekeshta? oh Will wins yeah Will oh. wins and, oh. and, he says, <laughs> and he says goodbye to the Kyle's family like I said yeah. Okay. Bye -bye. Oh yeah, they're sure. Like I, I, I just hope Kyle Fletcher appears. Uh, has okay. Has he been having visa issues or is he hurt? Which yeah, one? Visa I, it could visa be both, but I think it's visa. I know it's visa issues. Should have got American Express, but whatever. That's the second second show in the second week in a row. <laughs> I do it every time. It doesn't matter. I know it's stupid. Everybody does it, but I'm forty-two years old. Let me. Just move on. make my stupid dad Just jokes. Move on. <laughs> so let me have it. Daniel Garcia taking on his dad, Christian L. Cage. Daddy. Dad. You know, in their in their last promo, um, do, like, do you remember what Christian said? Because it was freaking hilarious, and I'm like. At, at AEW Revolution, I don't want to be your opponent. I want to be your father. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How does that work? Okay. I don't know. How does that work? So, uh, what Daniel Garcia said afterwards, he was like, if, if you want to talk about my father so much, how about you come down to the ring and, I'm, and I'll put you in the ground right next to him. And I'm like, well, that's a fucking hardcore thing to say to Christian. Uh, it's a, uh, I don't know if I'm ready to see Christian Cage not be TNT champion yet. I don't think I'm ready to, but uh, strapping Garcia with a belt seems like a good idea. Just like, I, I don't, I kind of feel like because Christian K Christian has been such one of my favorite characters ever on on AEW right now. I kind of feel like when he finally loses that championship, it should be against someone that they've had 
you know, kind of a bigger build and kind of a big, bigger deal. I'm not saying that Garcia isn't a big deal. I love the guy. Um, just it hasn't been built up in my head as much as I would want it to be. Um, I still kind of think that because they did, you know, they took out Elch with the concerto. Um, this, I, I always thought that Edge would join forces eventually with Christian and they were going to have a last run, you know, as a tag team. Uh, now that they concerto Edge, I have no idea where they go from there. But I feel like Christian Cage will be retaining tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm almost pretty sure. What do you think? Yeah, Christian Cage retains. So let's go on to, you know what? I'm just going to go with the one, the match that I think is going to be the main event. So we're going to save the match that I think is going to be the main event for last. I don't know if they've, if they've announced what it is yet. So let's go with Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland and Samoa Joe for the AEW World Championship match. Maggie. I think Swerve Strickland's gonna win. Really? I don't. I do. I think time. <laughs> I think it is time to pull the L trigger O on L Strickland O. That was bad. Okay, so thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I get what you're saying. We have been hoping for for them to strap Swerve with that championship belt. But they've been going back and forth, back and forth on the microphone. And every week, Samoa Joe proves that he is just so, so much good. And, and, and just, I can't believe that he was never WWE champion. I'm just, I'm, it sucks so much. Um, so... He's got that rain jacket though, or that poncho. He's yeah, that's uh, th that's what Swerve said. He was like, "You're gonna go back to commentary wearing that poncho." Oh um, man, that was such a good line. <laughs> I mean, like everyone, everyone's gonna do that, Samoa Joe, because it was so bad. Um, he he was an an amazing commentator, by the way. He was. Oh, he was. He was great, and I loved his reaction great. to it too. His reaction Absolutely. was great. Like he. I uh, just that was a great segment. Mm. That was an amazing segment. Uh, Hagman came out, said, you know, with a crutch and everything. And he said, uh, I'm not going to compete in the, in, in, in the three way. Um, you know, I always thought that this was going to be a regular to a one on one match, but I, you know, I didn't get the two competitors right. Um, and I was like, he's so faking. He, he was faking because, like, Swerve did the unthinkable. He turned his back on Hangman. You never do that. Um, so Swerve beat him as, at, at his own game. I don't know why people are booing Hangman. Swerve was the one who broke into his, you know, house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, filmed a promo over his baby. Why are people booing Hangman? He is so in his, you know, psycho era. And people I'm so... Like babies. 
I think that's what well, it comes down to. Yeah, sure. That's that, that's that's fine. Like who well, who who does? Like <laughs> But like it's when you kind of think about it, you know, like Swerve is responsible for Hangman being a psycho. That's that that's all I'm saying. He created a monster and now he has to deal with that. I kind of feel like Samoa Joe will pin Hangman here because Hangman will be so focused in taking out Swerve that they're actually, you know, I I feel like Hangman is in this match so he can eat the pin and he can totally flip out. So, you know, because like the Bucks are weird, they are, you know, out of their minds right now. Uh, Hangman is, you know, a psycho. I'm anxious to see what Kenny Omega turns into when he comes back. Thankfully, he comes back, hi guys, and they're like all weird and stuff, and he's like, what happened? <laughs> what did I miss? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, it's a... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not willing to put any money on this match, because like whatever the fuck happens in this match, I'll be entertained. Um, I feel like they can go all three ways. Uh, but I kind of, yeah. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to see Samoa Joe without a title. He's been doing so great. He's been doing everything that I was hoping that he would in WWE because like, I, I never got that there. That's I, okay. I'm not ready to let go. Okay. That's I'm not ready for this to fall. I'm, I don't want to. Again, we were all here. Oh, yeah, Swerve. Let's go. I I love Swerve, by the way. I want him to be a champion. But I kind of feel like they can do this at double or nothing. Swerve can win the belt at double or nothing. And then at Wembley, we can have Swerve versus Will Ospreay at the main event. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Um. I still think Swerve wins, so there we go. The main event. Darby Allen and Sting defending their AEW Revolution their AEW Revolution, their AEW World Tag Team Championship titles against the AEW EVPs, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Should we bring in our guests? I'm Let's bring him in. If he's Chris ready. Mueller from Bleacher Report. How are so, you doing, sir? How's it going? Oh my Pretty god. Hi, are you just getting up? No, I, I've been up for a little bit. Good. Okay. Can you hear so me? So we're okay? yep, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Sure. Maggie's just smiling because she loves your voice, which we already know, but I always just want to make sure because my I have to adjust my audio depending on if I'm using Streamyard or one of the other apps or whatever. Yeah. So I bet. <laughs> Is it hot in here? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Maggie. But anyway, Sting and Darby taking on the Bucks of Youth. No, I think. Oh wait, that's the totally old. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's the old Hardy Boys gimmick thing. Whatever. Anyways, I think Sting and Darby are going to get the win. And there's going to be a, they're going to relinquish the titles on Dynamite or whatever show. And there's going to be an AEW tournament for those titles, in my opinion. That's what's going to happen. I think 
Tony Khan wants Sting to go undefeated in AEW. That's just what I think is going to happen. Maggie, before we let Chris go, I want to hear what you think. And then Chris, we'll have you go and then tell us about your Sting article that you wrote that was uh, published yesterday on Bleacher Report. So I kind of feel like everything you just said makes all the sense in the world. I feel like if Sting got his way, the Young Bucks, the midlife crisis bucks will you know will win the match uh but i i don't think that tk will let sting have his way because like i that's just not how it works um so i'm gonna make you know i'm gonna admit something to you guys and please don't burn me at the stake for this one um yeah, because I never watched Sting, Sting's career in WCW or, or or at TNA as it was developing, you know, in real time, because I wasn't watching back then. So I am so not as emotionally invested in this as everyone else is. Am I excited about it? Of course I am. It's Sting. I know how big Sting is, and I know what Sting has done. <clears throat> for the wrestling industry, for the wrestling, for this business, okay? <laughs> I'm absolutely aware about this, but what makes me excited is everyone else's excitement because I I see what a big deal this this is to everyone. When he got down from the rafters, you know, this, this week on Dynamite, everyone cried in the audience they were so hyped about this and i'm like yeah cool that's that's super fine that's that's kind of exciting but like i wasn't crying with the rest of them because again i'm not as emotionally invested as as you guys are rob is just falling asleep because he's reevaluating our show (laughs) no i'm not i'm looking at chat yeah i know no i'm not uh i'm like this again Again, this doesn't mean that I'm not excited. Again, I adore Sting. I'm going to miss him in the ring. And I just hope... I just hope he's as safe as he can be in the match. And I... I don't know. I kind of want him to be uh, undefeated in his last run. I don't care what he thinks. <laughs> I, 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 and him being, if they ever make Hall of Fame, and he absolutely should be the first one to enter that Hall of Fame. Chris, what do you think? Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I, I've been thinking about this one a lot because I did not ask or discuss Sting's opinion on whether he should go out on his back or with a win. Cause I did not want to be spoiled or ask him to reveal anything like that. So it, it, I don't know. Cause like, I do think he understands that that is how a lot of people leave the business. You go out putting somebody over, but I also think Tony Khan is a like, a big fan pop moment kind of guy. So having Sting go out on a win is 
a very realistic possibility. I honestly am like 50-50 on this match. I, I don't have a solid prediction. I kind of hope the Bucks win because I'm sort of enjoying this new, like, weird douchebags and don't care if you care <laughs> attitude they have. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, I'm just really looking forward to to watching him one more time. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and if I had to use Mel's spot a sting of picture course, for being of here. Of course, yeah. With the slippers. Look at the slippers. And the little robe. <laughs> yeah. Right before our show, I you know, I watched the commercial the Sprite commercial with Sting. <laughs> I mean, it was going all around Twitter today. It's I'm I'm fascinated by everyone celebrating Sting this past week. This makes me this is so incredibly wholesome. I love it. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's almost been doing this. 40 years with a couple of years not doing it in in there you know from injuries and whatnot but yeah right right in his article and uh, <laughs> right in your article and uh i i was i was talking to uh when when it got out he said that you know his first match was uh 84 you said 85 thanksgiving 85. day 1985 thanksgiving day uh 95 and i was like i was negative Four years old when he started wrestling. <laughs> That's a long ass time. Yeah, I was two, three. Was like, yeah, that yeah. is uh, like so and the guy's still doing it. And we're so we're talking about a guy who multiple generations have grown up watching him. And so, yep. yeah, like and and for him to not be a piece of crap like a lot of older wrestlers are like he's a legitimately great guy exactly. i like i can't even tell you how much respect i have for him after having talked to him twice because he couldn't have been like a more nicer or genuine guy yeah i mean was it was sting ever involved in a problematic situation backstage was he well he's you know, accused he's, of stuff he has talked openly about drugs, alcohol, women, all that back in the day. Uh, he definitely didn't live a healthy lifestyle there for a little bit, but uh, I think he was saying it was August of 1998 was when everything changed and he sort of became a born again Christian and, and cleaned his life up and really focused on, on being before healthy. Before the millennium, good. nothing before the millennium counts. Christian. I know they're like, we're talking about, <laughs> full adults have grown up since that day <laughs> but, yeah we but, can uh, literally drink and everything yeah and like you you know me i'm not religious at all but i respect that he wants to use his platform to try and help people in a lot of ways like one of the things we talked about was how part of the reason he came back to wrestling is so he could show these younger guys there is a way to do this and have a life after wrestling and not go down a bad path. Exactly. I mean, like I, I, I will definitely not name any names because it's, this is kind of mean, but like, I, I see, you know, his generation of wrestlers, they're kind of douchebags, you know, they're kind of jackasses, <laughs> you know, for, I'm not saying they're bad people. I mean, just like they're, they're a different breed, you know, 
mm-hmm. and him being so incredibly wholesome and him literally having the time of his life i will never forget the picture with him and was it moxley and eddie kingston you know the, the him in the ring having the time of his life it was it was you you can see he's just so happy to be there and he's going to be on screen uh, on on screen uh persona on AEW like he's not going to just disappear into the sunset you know with Darby you know skipping and everything uh he's he will be on and, and you know they because they they said that next week is going to be you know he's going to be on next week's show that's that right Am I? Did I dream this? He's uh, gonna be on next week's show. Someone tell me. I think they Sting? said he will. Sting, be, yeah. But I'm not sure. Oh, will it be like kind of a final farewell promo on Dynamite or something? Yeah, sure. And which will will they they can make it be you know them vacating those championships. I can see them doing that. But again, I can also see the Bucks doing uh, you know winning those championships. Um. I know. Look at the guy. Look at him. Oh uh, my gosh! So I have some funny stuff to talk about from the interview when you're done. Yes, please, please. Yeah, no, no. Like I can go on and on. Just so we, like we want you to talk about that interview. Just please. I so I look <laughs> and <laughs> you know I asked him. I don't know if, if you guys listen to any of the clips, but I asked him if I any will. promoter ever pitched the idea of him coming out to his sting song. He's like, you know what? Somebody probably did at some point, but it just wouldn't work. <laughs> but uh, so I, I think I'll be watching you. And he was like, so, oh, with a bat and everything. <laughs> also, I do need to point out really quick, like. I never know fully like how much time I get with these people. Like I've had some interviews that were 15 minutes and you know, 20 and that's perfectly like enough time for me to get what I need. But both times I talked to sting, it was between 45 minutes and an hour by his choice. Like he was just cool with talking to me that whole time. And I wasn't going <laughs> to probably liked his voice, so. <laughs> but like he's, he, he's just a really friendly guy. And there's like 20 minutes of that phone call nobody's ever going to hear because he was just talking about stuff that had nothing to do with the interview and, and, and a few things he didn't want out there. But like the thing I, I loved the most was that I don't think he's ever gone into as much detail about how the crow character of sting came about. Cause I looked and I don't, I couldn't find anywhere else where he was talking about Rocky horror picture show and Batman and like, and the fact, like, I think he, he even told me in our first interview that the crow movie had very little influence on it and that it was Scott Hall who told him, Hey, you should put on the black and white paint and wear a dark jacket and all that. But like, I think it's hilarious that he's never actually watched the crow from beginning to end. (laughs) And now they're making a new one. (laughs) And now they're making a new one. Yeah. Because like I, because when when you when you and I talked about this, and I was like, "What am I supposed to know that he wasn't influenced by the character?" Is the or like because like this is kind of brand new information to me, and I always thought that. Mind you, I've never watched The Crow either. Like, 
or either. I don't know. Which I think you, you would love The Crow. Why? Because mm -hmm. you're like a heavy metal girl, and that movie is all about that kind One of... One of the best soundtracks, too. Yeah, ever. that music, the imagery, like, oh my god, Maggie, you would dig it. Trust me. I think you'd like that movie a lot. I don't think so. No, I, I do think you Yeah, I think you would. I, I, like, I, I, I would... You know what? If you go watch it and you don't like it, <laughs> I'll donate fifty dollars to charity of your choice. I don't care. I'm that confident that you will enjoy it. Do I have to say out loud what the charity is? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Ward bank account does not a charity, Maggie. <laughs> don't have Keaton do it, he won't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, like the fact that I got to talk to him right after his first AEW match and now right before his last one. Like it didn't even he occur to me you. until I was putting the interview together that I got to bookend his AEW run like that. And I'm not sure if anybody else did. Cause I know he's done lots of interviews, but I don't know if anybody talked to him that close to his debut and that close to his retirement. So I'm, I'm very happy that that happened. That's cool. I like I said, the guy likes you. He I mean, we, we got along really well. Actually, at the end of the call, obviously, this isn't in the interview, but we were just kind of bullshitting. And I asked him, like, oh, you know, what did you think of the merch design that Mel Coleman made for you with all three of the versions of your character? And he's like, uh, w wait, what? what happened? And I'm like, Oh, there's did you did you not see the shirt where it's crow sting, wolf pack sting, and surfer sting? And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and so and then he's telling me he's like, Yeah, we get, you know, I get all these images sent to me for approval for merch all the time. Maybe something slipped through the cracks. And then I, I sent him the image and he was looking at it. He's like, Oh man, yeah, that's I love that moon. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell her job well done. Like <laughs> So I got to tell her that afterwards, and that made her feel very oh, that's, happy. That's she, put, she put you like so she much. Should work be happy. That. I'm so proud of Mel right now. Oh my gosh, the Thunder Rosa Abaddon and and Christian Cage print, like the Thunder Rosa shirt, Abaddon shirt, and then the Patriarchy print, like all that kind of dropping within a 24 hour period was amazing. Um, I, I could not be more proud of that woman. Like I, I've, I've, <laughs> you know, I've watched her go through so much and, and work so hard for all of this. Like there is not a more deserving person out there. True, true talent out there. She's like, she knows my love of Thunder Rosa. So when she found out she was doing a design for her, she's like, I'm going all out for this. And she sent me a, a picture and she's like, I want to do this kind of color scheme. And I'm like, oh my God, please. Yes, do it. And then when she, when she posted this, I was like, how is everything you do the best thing you do? Like, how is each new one my favorite piece? Like, it's not, I don't understand. I'm, I'm not artistic at all. It's in, it's insane. Yeah. I'm not artistic at all. And like her yeah. Sonia DeWitt, you know, who made me the Chris and Willow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you, did you see the thing I shared from Colin Reynolds, the hangman swerve, like oil painting looking piece? I didn't made? send it to me, please. I will. It's incredible. So many of these artists are just 
doing such amazing work and the fact that they're using their talents for pro wrestling like i know it's amazing because rob when we were growing up there were no people making wrestling art i think the first person to do it on a wide scale is rob schamberger and he hasn't even been doing it that long no probably not i i would probably agree with you on that but uh i want to say thank you for joining us chris and tell everybody where they can uh find you at you can find plug your shit you can find all my work on Bleacher Report, which is where the Sting interview is up now. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BR underscore doctor, and I will be covering Revolution tomorrow night. So that'll okay. be lots of fun. And I think, are, are we doing a pre-show? Yep. Yeah. Pre-show okay. tomorrow. Well, yep. Pre-show tomorrow. I'll be there. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So thank you for joining. Oh, and- real quick. Just because I know she's in the chat and I want to embarrass her. Everybody go follow <laughs> Ophelia Payne if you're a fan of video games. She's a really great writer who who reviews a lot of a lot of games. It's a lot of cozy indie kind of games, but sometimes bigger. And uh yeah, she just has a really great writing style and lets you know very easily. How, how is this of- embarrassing her? Well, I don't know because she probably had no idea I was gonna <laughs> give her a shout out and yeah I understand. well thanks again man for joining yeah, us hey, we'll see you tomorrow you guys i always love coming on and talking to you i really appreciate it oh uh, thank go. you so all right guys you have talk a great to you tomorrow talk to you soon see you buddy all right we'll, we're gonna do the cooper effect and then we'll move on to wwe yeah so here we yeah here we go let's get this show on the road guys uh so there's this puppy shelter which um uh, i'm getting it you know take a second that's fine there's this puppy shelter which um so they take their dogs and you know um watch them for a while and study their behavior and see what they're like so they apply different houses of hogwarts to the dogs which apparently and of course makes it way easier for these doggies to be adopted because like you know all these quizzes let's see which hogwarts house you belong in so they like a lot of people do that on the internet uh, including me apparently i'm a ravenclaw so they assign uh, all the dogs to different hogwarts houses and you know Different families have it way more, more more easier for them to actually adopt the dogs. So this is incredibly great and so so helpful. And you know, you know what, Rob? As I'm saying this out loud right now in English, I can't help mm-hmm. but think that we've done this Cooper effect already. I think we have, <laughs> but I forget, like I didn't realize it until you said that. Yeah, and so because like this it. sounds incredibly familiar, you know the way I, you know the the way yeah. I said it. Yeah, but that's okay. They deserve it. Yeah, that that is so. that is absolutely okay. So probably our statistics uh, stats guy Supi uh, will back me up here because I I I I'm almost sure that we've done this Cooper effect already. So now I'm a bit embarrassed. So let's talk about the rock. <laughs> 
Well, first off, The Rock gave a stat last night that was actually correct. Phoenix does lead. I know. Lead. I know. I, I, I checked. I, I feel like a lot of people. <laughs> Why are you? Yeah. Because many, I saw Minneapolis was in the top five, so that makes me like, I was like, oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Oh, boy. Yeah. But it uh, makes sense. So I, like I I feel like a lot of people check that uh, th those statistics that the Rock did. Okay, so here's the thing. I I got up today, like made my coffee, watched Rampage really quick, and then moved over to SmackDown because I know what was waiting on SmackDown. Uh, because like the Rock did a a, a Twitter video. It was like a, a three years long, and. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed every day of those three years. Let me just, let me tell you. Okay, so he he took shots at Pharaoh, Rob. He took shots at okay, Pharaoh. Okay, and that, like, I did not get to listen yet, but the fact that he did that. <laughs> he took shots okay. at Pharaoh. I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, the, 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 the last guy that fucked with Pharaoh was MJF. MJF, he didn't even say anything. He was just flipping him off. And I'm like, why are you flipping that's, off a dog? Well, that's that, that's mean and cruel. And that's that's when I was like, well, maybe because I never I never booed MJF ever. I, I I could never do that. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will boo you, Maxwell. Mm -hmm. How can you flip off a dog? So yeah, so like the rock. I I don't know if like people are gonna throw stones at me, but like The Rock made sense in that three-year video. Okay, he made all the sense in the world, and I was like, cool. Uh, I wonder what he says on SmackDown tomorrow. So like SmackDown rolls around, and I make my coffee, and I see that the Bloodline are actually open up the show, and now. So, right from the get-go, I knew that this was gonna be a long-ass segment. A long ass segment, and I knew that there were a bunch of stuff that 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 that, that were gonna get cut because of that long ass promo, because we all know that The Rock likes you know the thing with the crowd that he does. If if he has a certain you know like if he has he if he has A B and C to say in a promo. He's gonna get A1, A2, A3, A4, and A blah, blah, and you know what I'm getting at. Because he plays off the crowd because it's he's a pro. That's uh, that that thing that he does. So everyone on the interweb was shitting on this entire thing. Really? I thought a lot of people liked it. Okay, introduce them to me. <laughs> Like I thought uh, that uh, our friend Alex McCarthy, he enjoyed the crap out of it. But like having mind that a part of his interview with Seth Rollins was in that video of uh, a Twitter video that The Rock had. Uh, mm. Happy, so happy for him. Alex McCarthy rules. But um, it's it is the nostalgia in me that enjoys the crap out of this it's also the rock okay i will never boo the rock also you know 
I know that a lot of people paid attention to this because like as he was coming out, people were cheering for him because like people adore the guy. They're oh, yeah. him because they're supposed to be doing that. The Rock knows what he's doing. Like he, the moment he took shots at Pharaoh, he knew what he was doing because like, honestly, who, who makes fun of dogs? Okay. Like Pharaoh's a good boy. So there's a lot of things that that, 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 you know, happened in that, you know, 40 minute segment. You know, Roman Reigns came out and he was like, okay, I did my thing. Can we go now? And like Paul Heyman was like, well, we actually have to wait for The Rock. After the commercial breaks, that was so funny. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like that. And Roman Reigns was so fucking pissed. You you can see right from there that he was pissed. And then, you know, The Rock comes out. He was all, you know, excited to be there. He Like, he accused the audience of doing meth and cocaine. And right there, everyone started chanting for, for cocaine and meth. And <laughs> that's when they started, you know, messing up with the with the production and everything. Because, like, you cannot possibly have a cocaine chant. Okay? Ah, uh, sure. That's, Why not? Yeah, that no, of course you can, but like they started to blur it out and everything. It's um, the rock was like, everyone's having fun, Selo Sokoa's having fun, although you wouldn't know it from looking. <laughs> he, he almost he almost cracked, like he almost, he, cracked. He, he almost cracked, he like he 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 did, uh, and that's what the rock was doing. I know he was trying to, um. So he talked about how wrestling was once again cool. Like he's kind of right. Wrestling is cool. Like he, we're we're becoming the cool kids again, Rob. Because mm -hmm. you know it was never cool when we were in school. Um, it was when I he said, I was. <laughs> but yeah, but, but like I what... I still wasn't cool because I was a woman and I was what you know well, you know I was a girl and I was watching yeah. wrestling. I I wasn't cool at all. Uh, so. Yeah, he said the wrestling was cool, but Cody wasn't. So he said no to Cody because, you know, as we all know, Cody issued a challenge. He said no to Cody, but he proposed a different match. He said, let's have a tag team match on night one. You know, the Rock and Roman Reigns versus um, versus uh, Cody Rhodes and that, what do you call him? Uh, a walking clown emoji. And he said it about 15,000 times. For the rest of these 40 minutes and i was like he's he's being annoying he's being annoying that's he's doing great i love that so uh if cody rhodes and seth rollins win the match the main event of wrestlemania roman reigns versus cody rhodes will be absolutely a hundred percent bloodline free uh which right out of the gate he's he's admitting that none of the defenses that Roman Reigns has had have been fair. and <laughs> I know, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, that's, that's exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. So if Roman Reigns and The Rock win, it's going to be a bloodline, uh, what do you call it? Bloodline, bloodline rules. rules. Bloodline rules. So we all know that The Rock and Roman Reigns are winning, right? Because yep. we need, because exactly when they give us something new, we need to know what that means. Because, like, what the fuck is a bloodline rules match, you know? 
Yeah. Or have they done it before and I forgot? You know, in all the, the, the 30 decades of title defenses the Roman races had. Uh, yeah, so bloodline rules. Uh, anything goes. Um, would Maggie ever visit Arizona? If I ever, well, listen, if I ever go to the States, Arizona isn't the first state I'm visiting. That's that, That's all I'm saying. It's going to be Washington State. Uh, for a number of reasons, if you guys don't know about, I have no way. Are you new? <laughs> so yeah, so that's totally happening. There's no way that they're gonna do that. Uh, I'm still kind of thinking that The Rock is a double agent. I, I still feel like uh, it was all planned because in that 21 minute Twitter video that he got on, he had backstage footage of him and Cody. You know, um, before the press uh, conference in, in in Las Vegas, they had that thing. So, which means that they were planning on doing something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like he screws Roman, and they get towards to building their match at next year's that, WrestleMania. That ending, yeah, that ending of SmackDown kind of. I I mean, I had this the feeling too. You know, obviously, like then, but then when the when Roman stopped him from doing the, yeah, the thing that happened. So, like, yeah. the Rock goes for his finishing line. You know, if you, and then Roman put his hands on him, he physically stopped him, and I was like, the crowd lost their mind. Yeah. He started chanting, "Holy shit!" And I'm like, "Okay, here we go." <laughs> Here we go. Because throughout this entire promo that The Rock had, the Roman was clearly annoyed at everything. Like the camera kept cutting to him, like low-key getting, you know, the glimpses of Roman being pissed. Mm-hmm. And the Roman was like, I will do absolutely everything for family. I will do everything for family, but I need you to acknowledge me. Yeah. And I was like, here we go. Yeah. So uh, the rock removed his glasses and the crowd was like, oh <laughs> and I'm like he's just removing his glasses, guys. Oh and thank you. You're so my favorite. Thank you so much. I'm so looking chat. forward to your announcement tomorrow, Auntie. Just just FYI. Yeah, um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to your announcement. I'm 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 so I'm so here for this. So and and The Rock was like, I I will do anything for family. I acknowledge you. And I'm like, this is so happening. He's turning on Roman. I am so here for this. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, it's going to be what we call good good stuff. Good stuff. But I, we all know that Seth Rollins is going to be the one to eat the pin. This doesn't mean that I like it. This sucks. I I hate the way that Seth Rollins has been put down. Yeah, yeah he is. He is. He 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 did the thing, and then he yeah. removed the finger, and I'm like, you know what you're doing. You know what they're doing. Guns up, okay. Guns up. He knows what he's doing. He it's it, it's it's happening. Yeah. I know. I. I no idea what people were crapping on the segment so much. I loved it. It's The Rock. Come on. You can't tell me to boo The Rock. 
he told he told that the entire audience uh, of of women wanted to get with his 22 inch gun. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, sure. Like talking about your 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 penis on live television is so 90s, and that's something that Alexis Cardoza told me today. That is the most 90 wrestling thing ever. Let's talk about a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very. Yeah. Maggie, plug your shit. Oh, you know what? Before you do that, I got jokes. You want jokes? Of course I want jokes. Please. All right. Me. Why was Cinderella so bad at soccer or football? Because, like, it's why? She kept running away from the ball. Okay, that is a good one. That's a top five. That's a top five, Robert. <laughs> what, what did the horse say after it tripped? Help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> what would bear you, you always make your first one your best one, and I hate that. Uh, okay, well that that's true. What would bears be without bees? Ears? Ears. Ears. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh okay, here's some here's some two uh adult ones. What does a perverted yeah, what does a perverted frog say? What? Rub it. Oh. <laughs> I mean and, <laughs> and uh lastly, what does what comes after 69? Mouthwash. All right, plug your shit. Guys, you can follow me on Twix, <laughs> Twitter or X or whatever. Jesus fucking Christ, Robert. I mean, I like I what told I... some kinky stuff this week and you decided to, you know, to not fall behind. That's that yeah. that's that's fine. I can get on board with that. On Twitter, X or whatever at Maggie underscore underscore IK and on Instagram at Maggie.ik. Thank you, Rob. Where you? Guys, you can follow me on X at Rob Wilkins. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at Fightful Rob. I'm also on threads at Fightful Rob. And this week, sometime, not sure what day, there is going to be a new podcast releasing with me and Gisberto Guzzo. It is a movie uh, review show with Wrestler with wrestlers that we're going to have weekly this week. The wrestler that we have is none other than the former wrestler in WWE known as Masse. Mason Madden joined us for the review of kill bill volume one. So that will be on Fightful overbooked sometime this week. And I cannot announce who our week two guest is, but you guys will like it. It's going to be pretty good. So yeah. But just want to say thank you for that. And subscribe uh, to Fightful Select and join us tomorrow, one or two p.m. Whatever you know, the other the, the rest of the crew is okay yep. with for our AEW Revolution pre-show on Fightful Select. Please subscribe. Yeah, Eastern time, and uh, it'll be on Twitter, and I'll make sure to tweet it out on the Fightful account as well. So. Guys, if we don't see you before AEW Revolution, we hope you enjoy it. If you watch it, 
uh, otherwise we, we want we want to say thank you very much for joining us today on this special Saturday. For the folks that did not get to catch us because we were on a different day, I apologize. Ryan. We will be we will, <laughs> we will be back <laughs> next Friday at three o'clock Eastern on our normal time. And again, you can download this podcast pretty much immediately after we end today's show. So thank you again, guys. We will see you next week. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow on Fightful Select for the AEW Revolution pre-show. Thank you, guys. We will see you very soon. Peace out. Bye-bye.